I never lose, either I win or I learn Those are my only options, to whomever it may concern About to be a hot topic, play with fire you get burned Ain't nobody give me nothing, whatever I got better I earn I never lose but I learn, learn, I either win or I learn, learn Those are my only options, to whomever I just wrote a book with my five-year-old son. We wrote about um, the healthy T-Rex and how, um, you know, kind of giving it to, in a way that kids can, yeah. Wow. T-Rex, the healthy dog. So we actually wrote it in a way, you know, to help kids understand a healthy lifestyle, but in a fun way, where it's, again, not preachy. But the funny thing is, I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote the entire thing on my phone before I went and printed it out. Like, that's how, no. yeah, it was just like all in my head. But the, the times that it comes to you is when you just don't even think about it. He was telling me the following morning, he's like, I'm, what do you feel about me writing a book, a children's book, about sort of where it's not like just pushing veganism, but where there's maybe like a small bit about it where it just, it's overall wellness and stuff like meditation and eating better and eating fruits and veggies and what better way to reach people than reach the kids, the youth. Because you know us adults, we're hard-headed. We gotta learn the hard way right before it's too late, right after we have a heart attack and we got <laughs> diabetes or we get our foot cut off and, and then we wanna maybe this. Welcome back to the Strong AF Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Yuri. And we're so excited to have on a wonderful guest tonight, and that is Mindy Hebner. And she is an intuitive mindset mastery coach, an IBCP certified NLP practitioner, health, life, and success coach, clinical hypnotherapist. And Mindy knows rewiring your brain is the key to unlocking your magic so you can create a soul-aligned business and extraordinary life. Her number one mission is helping women to reveal and release their limiting beliefs and embrace the confident, wildly successful humans that they were made to be. So welcome, Mindy. We're excited to have you on, and you're definitely going to have to go through some of those acronyms, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm so truly honored to be here. I, I know what a privilege it is to be shared with other people's communities. And so I, I thank you for that. And I promise we'll give them massive value and uh, they'll be the love that they spent time listening to this episode. Oh, that is so great. We know you will. You're such an amazing person. And we're so excited to have you on here for our listeners. One of the biggest things that we talk about is mindset, and that's why we're just really excited to have you on, because truly, truly, mindset is the key to everything, and it's so important. I I am obsessed with helping humans. I know that my bio says women, because I majority work with women, but I absolutely have male clients too, helping humans rewire their brain. We cannot out hustle our beliefs. Yes. We try and we can do it. <laughs> and the reason I know, like this is not, this is not, I believe or I think I have proven this scientifically to myself. <laughs> I was trying to out hustle uh, a belief for, and I did it for many years to burnout. 
And so mm-hmm. once I hit that stage and realized, oh, yes, I got here. I was successful, driven, all the things, and it was not sustainable. It definitely mm-hmm. was not a soul aligned business, which is why I uh, am so adamant about you get to have a solo line business. You get to have a business that serves you first so that you can show up at your highest and best to serve others. For many years, I believed that rest was lazy. And um, that was just uh, like, it's a lie. Rest breeds productivity. It breeds creativity. It allows you to integrate and implement and it allows you to be because we're human beings, not human doings. And Mm -hmm. I got real twisted up about that for a long time. And the moment that shift happened, my business next leveled, skyrocketed, things just shifted immediately. That is incredible. And I'm looking around right now, like, does Mindy have a camera in my house? Because I feel like she's talking directly about my life, (laughs) especially when you talk about the burnout and the rest, because it really is like, you're just so driven, especially as a woman trying to succeed, right? Because there's already so many things against women right now, just pushing, saying, well, you know, you can't make it here. You can't do this. And the pay inequality, like all these different things, right? So we think we have to one up the men and we have to be better and we can't stop. We can't slow down. We have to be mom. We have to be wife. We have to be career woman and there's no rest, but you burn out so easy. And I heard two things in in what you said. One, we take on the world's beliefs, right? And the other thing I heard was we have to. We have to be this. We have to be that. We have to do this. We have to do that. I don't know about you, but I hate being told what to do. Mm -hmm. Don't don't have to me. You can just take that right on out of here. And you can't actually see probably my, oh, there we go. Uh, my, My mug says, I get to. And this was a huge shift for me as well. I get to rest. I get to that tiny shift mm-hmm. in just our language patterns. It signals to our brain. We start to rewire in a different direction. I remember the first time I really like recognized how much we should and have to ourselves and how it's habit. It's just a habit that we do. I was on the phone with a client and she said, oh, I have to pick up my kids. And I said, don't you want them? <laughs> She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, well, you get to then, right? Immediate, like, oh, I have a choice. Mm -hmm. I have lots of choices in my life. And this is another one. I get to. And here's what I I used to tell my kids. Will you empty the dishwasher? This really wasn't a question, right? Like, however, it made them feel like they Mm -hmm. had a choice. Yes, mom, now, or I will in a few minutes they had choice in it, right? Right. Not you have to empty the dishwasher. You get to, and you can do it now, or you can do it in a few minutes. (laughs) And it it may sound so small, but it's those micro shifts that we make, as Mm -hmm. you know, that make the huge, massive change in our lives. Yes, absolutely. That's one thing, like you were saying, with the whole taking a break and everything, 
as soon as you said that, I I immediately just thought back to she makes us have to take a break because I'm constantly wanting to do something. Oh, I got this idea. Let's do this. I want to do this. I'm thinking about doing this. And she's like, don't you just just slow down. Just stop. Let's let's just take a few days off. And I'm I'm just itching, just raring to go. And I'm sitting here like, this woman's crazy. And then I start writing stuff down and just like saving little notes and stuff. And throughout the day, I'll sit there and add to it. Then I'll come back to it like, you know what? She was right. With this break, I'm sitting here adding more thought, more value into everything that's going on inside my head, inside my mind. So, yeah, I definitely recommend breaks. Yeah, yeah it just gives you a chance, right, to to just take take a step back right. and, and take a different perspective when we're so in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to see. That's, yes. This also... In the same vein, overwhelm, when overwhelm comes in for us, it's because we're at the 30,000 foot view, all the mm-hmm. things I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to be here. I got to be there. Oh my gosh. I have to, I should. Right. And the moment we get laser focused on the one thing, we can lay down the overwhelm and that's the mm-hmm. same as rest, right? Yuri, it allowed you to focus in and to refine the things that you were ready to go, go, go. Right. Because it gave your brain that opportunity to do that. Absolutely. He gets on to me a lot about the podcast too. <laughs> like, you know, oh, we can't, you know, we, we've got to keep going. We've got to keep going. And I'm like, listen, you know, you watch a TV show, they have seasons and then they have a break. And then they have seasons and they have a break. And every season generally gets better and better. And that's the same habit with our podcast episodes, right? We get better and better. We hit more regions, you know, we're listened to in more areas and we just continue to grow. But you need that break to be able to realign and line up everything for the next season. Yeah, absolutely. To really check that, is this in alignment? Are we still in the direction of our original mission? Is it time yeah. to pivot? Do we get to add to that? Because now we've grown as humans. We've mm-hmm. met people who have sh- changed our perspective mm-hmm. on things. And it's a beautiful time to reevaluate. I love that. Just like seasons of our life, just like seasons of a TV show. You said there's beauty and joy in every season, growth and learning in every season. So to be able to honor those seasons on this second day of fall, when oh, we're yes. recording, right? <laughs> To be able to honor those seasons is truly, that's mastering your mindset. That's really understanding the opportunity that you get when you pause, when you rest, when you mm-hmm. break. Yes. Well, I must say, when you when you mentioned about this season coming to an end, I didn't second guess it this time. I was like, okay, I'm good with it. I'm okay with taking a break this time. You're right. And then I looked at it, I'm like, oh my goodness, we're 20-some episodes into this season. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much coming to an end. We, we need to take a break. So I didn't second guess it. I stopped looking. Well, I didn't stop looking for people. I'm still looking for guests and everything, but I didn't send anything out to nobody. I didn't ask anything. I've just been screenshotting stuff here and there, just preparing for the next season, but I am taking somewhat of a break. Lots of growth. (laughs) So this is the perfect opportunity. I love to ask my clients this. What do you get to believe about yourself going into this next season about allowing yourself that pause? Because we have these limiting beliefs. Oh, if we take the pause, Mm -hmm. if we rest, we'll miss out. 
we will be a step behind. We'll, we, we focus on all the gains that the world has told us comes from resting, pausing, Mm-hmm. realigning, right? We focus on the gains as opposed or the losses as opposed to the gains. And so I love to ask the question of what do you get to believe about yourself Oh, in be, this new thing? Oh, I'd love to go first on this one because to me, this goes in line with pretty much everything that we've done in the past because both of us, have an obsessive tendency Mm. and it's really hard when you know you don't have that person to balance out and in this aspect of our lives we both have that obsessive tendency which has been good in some aspects but it can also be exhausting and burnout and that's everything from weight loss uh fitness nutrition um working to get in the home we want the career we want everything and with our business. And so for me, taking this opportunity and this growth and really this relaxation period means that I am able to focus on my mindset and sit there and think like when I start to get down, like, well, if I'm not doing this, our business isn't going to grow. I have to sit there and think, no, by me taking a step back, That means I have time to realign and focus on where I want to go. And so for me, it really is a complete mindset shift from the way I have been the past 30 years of my life. Exactly. We're very practiced. Our brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on what we believe. So if we believe that rest is lazy, guess what we do? Prove it to ourselves over and over again. And any information that comes to us that says the opposite or counter of that, we filter it out because our brain can only handle so much, like 70 to 80,000 bits of data are coming at us every day. Your brain can handle five to seven bits. So it's got to sort it in the direction of your beliefs that has to have a filter Mm -hmm. to use to, so we don't go look like that emoji, right? (laughs) And your filter, your RAS, your reticular activating system, that is, that's the filter. That's what catches it and sends it. Oh, we're just going to delete this because you know, they're never going to believe that we don't, we don't even need to worry about messing with them on this. We're going to distort this, make it seem like a fluke, Mm. make it seem like the person who said it was "Mm, questionable, right? (laughs) Or we're going to generalize it. it mm-hmm. It's so, we're so powerful. And the beauty of that is we think a thought over and over again. I, uh, you said we're both obsessive about things. So we think a thought over and over again. It becomes an I am. It becomes mm-hmm. a, a belief. And the words we say after I am, some of the most powerful words in the universe. And your brain wants to prove you right all the time. So you say, I am obsessive. And then habits that prove it to you over and over again. The moment, though, that the unconscious becomes conscious, the moment that you got to see and you had the shift. So something, it could have been subtle, it could have been big. You had the shift, you went, wait a minute. Like rest, maybe a season, maybe I could maybe shift this. The moment you had that It came into your consciousness. You were able, you were ready and you were able to see it. And that started to shift your filter. So now 
what comes in your filter will be deleted, distorted, and generalized based more on the belief that seasons of rest are really good for us. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is, I think, going to be really important for us in the initial phases, right? Because of the habit of feeling that it's not productive to rest. Because stopping work seems counterproductive to reaching your goals, right? So for us, I think that's going to be the biggest thing is like those first few weeks of off time to not feel like we're harming the business and we're harming our progress. And so where do you get to find proof? And it's okay if you don't have it personally, although I bet we could find some personal proof. Where do you get to call in resources, call in proof that taking a break, resting, I just thought of one that you'll both, you both have experienced, I know it resting, allowing that period of integration and repair or alignment then breeds this even better. So Yuri, you you guys both are, at, maybe it wasn't you that said <laughs> working out. Mm. Uh, we need a rest day yeah. after, after a day, right? Because <clears throat> the, the resting day is when the muscles repair. It's when they grow stronger. It's when we get the strongest is on the rest day. So you've got the proof. All you have to do, not all, one of the things that you get to do is when that feeling wants to bubble up that old habit of, this doesn't feel productive. Mm -hmm. You get to go, oh, but remember past self that took rest days and, and got gains and got stronger? Yeah. We're bringing that with us and we're remembering we've already got proof that that rest is exactly what we need to get Mm -hmm. strong and fit, right? To get a strong and fit biz, to get a stronger, fitter business, like all those things. So you've already got proof. So anybody listening, find the proof already. It doesn't have to be the exact same, right? Because resting on a workout is different than resting from your business but you've got proof that Mm -hmm. that's a really good concept, right? It's a really good belief that you get to try on and check the data and see what results from it. Yes, absolutely. I know for me personally, during this break, I know I'm pretty much be selfish, focus on myself and more healing, more spirituality, and just learning as much wisdom and knowledge as I can. That way it'll make me a better person, better husband, better father, better son, just growth. That's all I plan on doing. Better podcast host. Exactly. Yes, seriously. (laughs) And maybe maybe I'll start to write a little bit. I have a book I've been working on and I haven't touched it in probably like six months. But every now and then I'll have a conversation with somebody and I'll have a thought, something pops back up and I'm like, oh, I forgotten. I forgot all about that, that trauma. I was like, okay, so I'm going to go back, relive that, sort of write it down and that way I can learn from it and heal from it. Absolutely. So you're already proving to yourselves. I love that you also have a direction that you want to go in the rest. It's not, 
It's not just, oh, we're just going to lay around and not do yeah. anything, <laughs> right? We're we're going to rest from this. And sometimes, although I will say it is laying around and doing nothing, like mm. just being, just being a human is, is, everyone is worthy of that. Absolutely everyone of taking the rest that your body is telling you you need and doing your best to take it without guilt or shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having that growth in that rest time of really pouring into yourself. I love that you said you were going to be selfish because that's when we show up the best, right? Mm, when yeah. we you, self-care is not selfish. It is how we then are better humans, better parents, mm-hmm. better podcast hosts. We bring more a wider perspective to people when we take the time to really tap into those pieces in the world that maybe people look at differently and we, and we can then share a new perspective and personal experience in it. Yes, that's a great point. I think one of the biggest things that we, the reasons we started this was because of our personal experience and the, and the mindset shifts that we had to overcome and we're still working on. And so going through this, it just allows us to really help our listeners even more. Absolutely. Yes. So I know that you went through a major burnout, which is where you said that your business just really elevated. So tell us more about that situation and how you formed your business. So I have been a teacher, coach, mentor my entire adult life. I had a direct sales team. I was in direct sales for over 17 years and was very successful, top 10 seller all the time in the nation, trained for my company. I was really good at it. It, And it, and it was mostly fun. Uh, It's very important to me to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten even more so the older that I've gotten to find joy and ease in the things that I'm doing. I was extremely driven uh, I've also been called very serious, so I can be, I'm, I'm pretty serious and pretty deep too, but I'm also very serious about my fun. And I just was constantly going, not even realizing there could be more ease in what I was doing, that it could be more sustainable. The beauty of it was my division closed. And so I was out of a job, not by choice. I didn't, I didn't leave that Mm -hmm. my division closed and I had time to literally survey the way that I had grown that business, how I was showing up, what I was believing, had the epiphany about rest being lazy and have been working through that belief for many years. I think that I have gotten pretty good at it now. I definitely, I don't personally feel guilty about resting anymore. And I program rest time in as much as possible. I do in all transparency, uh, my husband does not believe (laughs) the same way that I do because, and that was, I mean, for many years, we believed that together, that rest was lazy. He's growing in his expansion Mm -hmm. of what that gets to look like uh he'll catch up he'll catch up there he works 
very hard by choice. He has always been extremely driven, just like I am. And I feel like I found the secret sauce in how to stay driven and successful without the burnout, Mm -hmm. without saying things like, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And that shift, that was the shift for me that I then worked on and worked on and worked on and worked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started as a health coach. So the first coaching certification I got was health coaching. I had always uh, been very interested in how my body worked, what I put in my body, all of those types of things, working out. And so I thought, well, this this would be a really great fit for me. That started to evolve uh, because health coaching is amazing and what gets underneath that is life coaching because that's what gets in the way of our health is our life or the belief thereof. Mm -hmm. I have found in my experience with all the clients that I worked at, got underneath that, that it was mindset. And the moment that I got my hands on, I think my first like habit book uh, was a Charles Duhigg book, Power of Habit. It's a great book. It's a great book. And that was it for me. I was hooked and I just started devouring everything I could about habit, mindset, neuroscience, NLP, all the things about how our brain works and Mm -hmm. how we can, well, the word manipulate came to me, manipulate our own brain to to be in charge, how we can then rewire it to shift it, to show up how we really want to show up and have our conscious and our subconscious aligned with each other. Because the comes in, right? The resistance, the push comes in when we say we want something consciously, but subconsciously, we don't believe we deserve it. Mm -hmm. Who will we be if we no longer do X, Y, Z? The brain loves love and safety and belonging. Even if we don't love it, even if it's not safe anymore, even if we don't want to belong to that club anymore, (laughs) it wants to keep us in the known. And so we find ourselves out of alignment in there. And then it just, it, it just snowballed from there. I found my, my sweet spot and I absolutely adore being a mindset coach. Love it. That is a beautiful journey. Yeah. I love, I absolutely love that because, you know, I think that a lot of women have gone through that corporate phase and the burnout and the long hours and, Um, And everything that goes along with that and to know that you were going through that and that's when you had your epiphany, right? So was during that time where your um, branch got closed down and and you had to kind of take that rest period. And so that made you really think about what am, what am I doing? Why did it, you know, what's this burnout, this feeling of exhaustion that, you know, a lot of times we feel is normal. I think it's become the norm, right? Oh, it's a long day. I'm exhausted. Like my brain hurts. All, all of those things that we just think is like normal and goes along with the day and, and, and part of life. And it doesn't have to be. Exactly. And, and for some people listening, okay, believing, saying I'm tired all the time, right? I'm not saying this is a limiting belief. You very well could be absolutely tired. This could be a fact in your life. And Your words are powerful containers. So the more we feed that, Mm -hmm. right? The more we say, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. Our body goes, yeah, we are. Let's prove it. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just every bit of energy that we could possibly muster. 
out the door because we're going to we're going to agree with you. We're going to agree with the words coming out of your mouth. So we get to start shifting those beliefs. How do you know if you have a limiting belief? Well, you get to look at a disempowering habit that you have. And this is, it's easy. It's easy to find them in our lives. And a disempowering habit is just a habit that's no longer serving you. You look at it and you Mm -hmm. go, huh, I don't really want to do that anymore. I I don't really want to be that human anymore. I don't really want to say those words anymore. What do I want? Who do I get to be? What am I believing about myself that is allowing me to continue to say this? Who would I be without this belief? Who would Mm -hmm. I be without the belief that I am consistently exhausted? I'd probably be someone that had a little more energy. Just thinking differently. The other thing is your brain does not know the difference between real and imagined. So if you imagine yourself finding little pockets of respite during the day, imagine yourself, see yourself doing that. And then you go into the day and go, I could, I could take a moment here. Mm -hmm. I could take two minutes and just meditate here one minute and meditate here then you start proving it to yourself, then then your brain will show you more places. Hey, you could do it here. Hey, you can feel better here. Hey, you can have this. It's, you're amazing. Like everyone listening, you are powerful AF and you can call that in the way that you currently have habits that don't serve you and you've Mm -hmm. got habits that do serve you. Know that you can shift them by deciding and then working on it. Yes, Yes, absolutely. As you were talking through that, I just thought of a very recent um, example of limiting beliefs that I went through. So we are training for a 5k. And we started our training this past week. And I am not a morning person. And so the (laughs) first morning that I set my alarm early, And it went off. The first thing that went through my head was, I am not a morning person. (laughs) So I got up and I drugged my feet and I barely walked around. (laughs) And I just was like, I don't even know why I got out of bed this morning. Like, this isn't working. I can't do this. Not happening. And I was like, okay, we'll, we'll start again tomorrow. So the next day, the alarm goes off. I've got my affirmations ready. Um, on the self-pause app and I turn on my affirmations for the 5k training and it starts telling me I am a runner and I'm like I am a runner I'm not feeling this right now but I'm a runner and then you know it keeps going through that and the more I say I'm like yeah I'm confident I've got this and then I get up and I had a great run it was I, I haven't ran or jogged it was like a jog walk part for the first day Um, But I have not gone that distance in a long time. And I was like, wow, I'm I'm pretty impressed that I made that time on my first day. (laughs) And it was just the change in mindset from day one telling myself, I'm not a morning person. I can't do this. I don't know why I'm up to going through those affirmations before I got out of bed. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling this. Exactly. You, You called in things 
to start rewiring your brain. Mm -hmm. Now for, for some people, they're like, no, I'm still not a morning person. Okay, great. However, if you're going to train in the morning, how do you create the container for success? So you start stair-stepping those affirmations. I'm a woman who could be more of a morning person than I am right now. I'm a woman who wants to run in the morning. I'm a woman who, and you start just shifting your brain this way so that it doesn't fight you. Like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not. Hit the snooze, right? <laughs> and you you get out of that battle because that's the mm -hmm. other thing. When we are in a habit, ingrained in a habit, it's on automation. It just goes right away. When we want to change that habit, instead of fighting with it, because here's <laughs> your brain doesn't hear don't. If you have ever told your children, anyone listening and or a small person, with a glass of water or milk. Don't spill the milk. Don't, what do they do? Nine times out of 10, they spill it. Because it's like me telling all of you, whatever you do, don't think of a pink elephant. Don't think of a pink elephant. Don't think of a pink elephant. Well, there's mostly pink elephants in everybody's heads. Mm -hmm. Our brain doesn't hear don't. So instead of when that, when that habit comes up of, I'm not a morning person, what you don't want to do is get into the battle, a habit battle mm -hmm. with yourself. Don't say that. Because all you can hear is say that. <laughs> I'm not a porny person. Don't say that. Say that. Say that. You keep hearing that. Eat the cookie. Don't eat the cookie. Eat the cookie. Don't eat the cookie. All you hear is eat the cookie. Mm -hmm. Instead of that, we get to go, okay, I see you habit of saying I'm not a morning person or whatever the habit is. I see you. And I shift my attention to you and I broke up. You're a thing of the past. I've blessed and released you. And I'm shifting my focus to being a woman who is working on being more of a morning person mm -hmm. to being a woman who loves to run in the morning, whatever it is, you get to shift your attention. And so that's a major takeaway for people when a habit comes up. Please don't berate yourself or ask yourself why you do it. Get rid of why when you want to dig into something like that. You can get curious and say, what, what makes me say that? What, what would help me say something else? Why the first thing that happens and, and when you ask each other or when you ask children or you ask anyone, why did you do that? The very first word that comes out is because, and we tell a story. We tell the rehearsed story yeah. and there's no shame in that. This is our story. Why do you say you're not a morning person? Because I'm not, I like to sleep in. We go like, we tell the story right immediately. So to get out of telling the story and start rewiring our brain, we get to stop asking why, when it's not an important question, mm -hmm ask what, ask how, ask when, when did I decide that I wasn't a morning person? Cause I could decide something different now. Cause I decided this. Yeah. And, and so we really get to train ourselves. Number one, have massive amounts of grace as we are growing into this next version of us, right? Still us just better, right? We've released some of the disempowering things and we get to stair step into that. And so I shift my attention. I move my focus to 
How do you want to feel instead? How do you, what would you like to say instead? Who do you get to be mm -hmm. when you bless and release the old habit, the old belief that's no longer serving you? Cause you get excited about that. Get excited yeah. about who do I get to be? Like, what, what do you mean? I get to, <laughs> I get to be someone else. Yeah. You get to be a 2.0 version of you. That helps. That works for me too. Cause mainly the self doubts I have is somewhat of sabotage or the imposter syndrome and stuff like that. But I've sort of rewired my brain automatically when I start thinking that like, you you, you, you can't do this. You, you don't know how to do that. And then automatically it's like my brain tells me you're him. You, you, you can do anything. You can do whatever you set your mind on. The world is abundant. You can you can do whatever. There's nothing stopping you. You're, you're, the world is infinite. The universe is infinite and things like that empower me and I'm and I start to believe those things. My brain just kicks in. It's like, yeah, there's nothing stopping you. You can do whatever you want to do. There's there's nothing out there that you can't do once you put your mind to it. Agreed, agreed. And and people will there. There's people listening right now. They're like, mm, mm. not me. Maybe you, Yuri. Maybe you, Ashley. But not me. Okay, not you right now. Right. You're believing not you right now. What would open up if you decided to believe something different? Mm -hmm. What are the gains in what you believe right now? Because here's the thing about limiting beliefs. They're a protection. They masquerade as a protection. Self-sabotage. You said sabotage. Whoa, is that a protection for mm -hmm. us, right? And we all yes. experience it. <clears throat> and we always will. We never arrive to the place of never, ever, ever sabotaging. If you ever meet someone, I want to meet them because <laughs> they sit and meditate. All I don't know what they do. If they never, ever, do they get way better at it? Do they, do mm -hmm. they become much more masterful in recognizing and noticing when it starts to kick in, in stopping and backtracking like, well, I didn't mean that. I, I apologize. Like, I lost my mind for a minute, right? Mm -hmm. We become much better at recognizing. And these are protections that come up. The brain likes to stay in the known. Like I said, so a limiting belief is just a protection from the unknown. It, it so many times, and thank you for being so transparent, both of you, in the things that you have worked through and are working through, because sabotage and imposter syndrome, that hits us all. Mm -hmm. And I love to give a little bit different take on imposter syndrome too. So there's what we've all heard imposter syndrome being like, who am I to, to do this, to say this, to think that I can, right? We've heard that. I believe there's another version of imposter syndrome that allows us the opportunity to check our alignment. So sometimes when we're feeling imposter syndrome, and most of the people who feel imposter syndrome, very driven, very high achieving. That's who gets mm -hmm. the, what am I, what, who do I think I am? Is, is those powerhouse people who, who get to know who they are already. Right. So there's, there's that. And then there's the imposter syndrome of you get to tune into yourself and say, am I feeling like an imposter 
because I'm trying to be someone else Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to do something the exact way someone else did it. And this is out of alignment with me. This is magical. When we, when we're experiencing any sort of like rub or misalignment or resistance, we get to just tune in and say, okay, is this resistance because I'm at the edge of my comfort zone Yeah, and it's time for me to go, I'm ready. I'm at this. Or is this resistance because I am out of integrity with myself. I am out of alignment with myself. This is not me and I don't want to be here. So how do I get to create the results I want, take some resources from someone else and stay authentic? Mm. That's another version of imposter syndrome that I see because I work with women in business and I see that one because I, as so many women in business, well, I have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And, and men too, my experience is more with women. I have to do it this way. This guru, this thing, this person, they said, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, that worked for them. Mm -hmm. And you get to take that and filter it. And I, I love to don't try it, right? Like, so you both wear glasses. I love this. So try to put your glasses on. They're either on or they're off. There's no trying, right? Like your glasses are on or your glasses are off. So try it on. When you come up against something that is stretching your comfort zone, try it on. Don't just try, try it on. Wear it like a new pair of shoes. Wear it like you wear your glasses for a week walk around in it, look at yourself in the mirror. How does this feel? How does it fit? Is it stretching to fit me? Like ask all the questions about it before you dismiss it Mm. as, oh, that didn't work. I couldn't do that. Cause that's, that's trying and eh, eh, you get to try it on, get to prove to yourself either that you were right. This was a bogus thing (laughs) or you're more powerful than you're giving yourself credit for. And you can do anything you put your mind to. Yes. Try is usually my dirty word. (laughs) But but the way that you uh, try into that example there, I like that much better. And like you were talking about, like the try it on. I mean, I can't, you know, just slide my glasses (laughs) out and halfway have them on. And that's kind of the way that I've always interpreted the word try. And I I hate it. Like if, I asked somebody to do something and they're like, I'll try. I'm like, you either do it or you don't like exactly. you can't try. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's always been my thing. But I do like your example of <clears throat> if you're in a new situation, right. And you feel that imposter syndrome, try it, put it on, but like, don't halfway do it. You've got to fully put it on to know. You can't just kind of have the coat hanging off your back and be like, exactly. yeah, it doesn't fit me. <laughs> exactly. you, know? so you have to really understand and put it on and fully emerge yourself into that position to know. Yeah. Asking yourself, if I try this on, who do I get to be? Mm-hmm. What will open up for me? How will I get to expand when I do this? We like to look for, and this is our brains. We're totally wired this way. Our brains are Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. And we will immediately go back to, if you get 
10 emails that said, oh my gosh, your show, it's changed my life. I never miss an episode. I'm really sad you're going on a break. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I never miss an episode. If you get 10 of those, if you get 20 of those, the one email that you get from some internet troll that's hiding behind Mm -hmm. the keyboard, that's not constructive, that's not, you know, kind, that's just mean. That's what you'll remember. Yeah. This is how our brain works. I was in direct sales for 17 years. I can remember the handful of hostesses that were not nice to me, even though they invited me into their homes. Mm-hmm. Not nice to me. How silly is that? Now I can look back on it and go, I also remember all the amazing humans that I met. I know my brain well enough to know this is just a trick it plays yeah. on us. And that I get to file that under, yep, some humans aren't so great. But I met a lot of great ones too. So really, like when we are trying something on, when we want to go to the, this coat doesn't fit, it's it's not keeping me warm. Well, if I I really put it on, if I buttoned it, if Mm -hmm. I got the right size, what would open up for me? What would I be able to do then? I know it works for me. Like when I start to get down on myself or question myself, I don't know. I don't mind talking to myself. I'm my best critic. I can talk myself out of anything. I sit there like, come on, you. what the hell is this shit we we sitting in? We, we got to get out of this. We got to come up out of this. This ain't it. We just can't sit here and bad or whatever it may be. Yeah, absolutely. And you're blessed that you can. So I call that having a staff meeting and I get made fun of uh, at my house all the time. <laughs> because so it's just me and my husband uh however i have two daughters they and they come and visit and the the one lives closer than the other and so uh, she'll hear me having a full-blown conversation with myself she's like oh mom you having a staff meeting yes i am thank you very much <laughs> you're so truly fortunate that you can talk yourself just right out uh or around that corner for, for other people that can't, I'm going to offer can't yet, right? They haven't mastered it like mm-hmm. you have. Write it down on paper. Get it out. Get it out so you can just like brain dump it out of your brain so you can start to do what I call is close a loop. Loops, the open loops that we have, steal our energy, steal our productivity, steal our focus, and steal our joy. And open loops can be as what we may deem insignificant as dirty dishes in the kitchen sink, as laundry that's not put away. They can be as small as that. They can be as big as uh, a pivotal conversation that needs to be had. No matter where they are on that loop, on that spectrum, what happens is it's like tabs in your computer and you've got this open loop or many as most Mm -hmm. of us tend to do. So you've got these open loops just running in the background and every now and then you're like, oh, I need to get to those dishes. No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh, oh, I got to change that laundry. Mm -hmm. It steals your focus, steals your energy, steals your joy, steals your productivity. The, The quicker you become adept at closing those loops. So close that self-doubt loop, dump it all out on paper and say, I see you crumple it up. Done. Loop is done. I've, I've closed that loop. 
the quicker you close the dishes loop, the more energy, productivity, and focus you will have for the things that are really important to you. Yes, that is so great. I, I love all of the advice that you have given to our listeners tonight. Seriously, this has been such a very loaded episode. So much great knowledge. I mean, so much great knowledge. I mean, seriously, because even if it hasn't helped our listeners, which I sure hope it has, it has definitely been beneficial for me Good. and, you know, <laughs> myself. So I really, really appreciate that. But could you say, like, if you had to sum up rewiring your brain in, like, top three tips, what would that be? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First of all, remember how your brain works. It deletes, distorts, and generalizes based on your belief. So if you are believing something disempowering and you're feeling it, I am overwhelmed, I am not good enough, I am whatever, it, I am not a morning person, whatever it is, right, that you no longer want to believe anymore, get curious. What is making me continue to believe this when I don't want to anymore. So get curious about it. This is also, so that's one. Two is asking yourself, who am I being? And we didn't cover identity. I'm gonna talk about it just really quickly so people really grasp the concept of who am I being? Our identities are more than mom, dad, podcast host, right? Like, like they get to be, we want our identities to be expansive. Mm -hmm. One of the parts of my identity in my life now is I'm a non-smoker and have been for 28 years. I do not wake up in the morning and think, I wonder if I'll smoke today. It's not in my identity mm -hmm. at all, right? Like doesn't even cross my mind. So Knowing then, okay, who am I? Who am I being? Am I being the human who has an expansive identity, is shifting their attention to? Like, who am I being? No guilt, no shame, no room for that here. No room mm -hmm. for guilt and shame. Only room for curiosity, which lets you then expand and grow. So, who am I being? Do I want to be that person? Okay, nope. I, who do I get to be? So really tapping into what does that identity look like? Cast the vision, paint the picture, write it down, hear it, taste it, see it, smell it, of who you deserve to be, who you already are on the inside. You just get to rewire your brain and unlock your magic and step into that next level version of you. Cause it's already you, you're, it's almost like you're emerging, you know, to that next thing. Cause you're blessing and releasing the pieces that no longer serve, but you're taking with you all the learning, all the goodness as you then become that next identity and you embody that next identity. So who am I being? So remember how your brain works recognize the disempowering habits and ask yourself the good questions. What, when, how, <laughs> not why. 
and and recognize who you are, who you get to be, and who you're being, so that you can start really getting curious about making those shifts. Those those would really like those are super tangible. I can do this now. I can ask myself at any point, who am I being? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm being. I am being her, or I am being him. When I so I'm a water crazy water drinker. So when I'm drinking water, this is a great way to train your brain for the the empowered side too. When you are doing something that is in alignment with what you want to be doing, you're like, oh, who am I being? I'm being a badass water drinker. Look at me. <laughs> right. You get yeah. to recognize every time you get up early to go for a run, you get to ask yourself, who am I being? Being that badass that runs in the morning. That's who I'm being. That is a powerful way to shift that Raz mm-hmm. and solidify in, rewire that brain to who you deserve to be. Absolutely. That is such amazing advice. I hope all of our listeners take that and really implement it this week because seriously, these tips that you're giving out are game changers for mindset and just like overall success and well-being as a person definitely definitely and please micro shifts so please don't try to implement every single thing all at one time definitely like take some notes write it down one one shift start asking yourself who am i being the moment you start asking yourself you're like well, who do I even want to be? That <laughs> opens up a whole thing, right? So you're mm-hmm. already going to be then in the thick of it there. So one, one tiny shift at a time so that you can grow and implement yes. and become familiar to then implement a new shift that gets to build on that old one that you did. Absolutely. That's sort of like our motto, small changes, massive impact. Absolutely. Small changes can make a big, big difference in anything, the environment, yourself, just being better humans. Everything. I, I make a difference in everything. I, I say little hinges swing big gates. Yes. Nice. Makes a big, I love it. It's beautiful. Big, big changes. And we, we want them to be small. We want mm-hmm. to have those tiny shifts because they're sustainable. Yes. Exactly. So Mindy, how can all of our listeners find you? How can they work with you? You can, okay. My most favorite place for you to find me is TikTok because I am having a lot of fun on TikTok, but you can find me on all the socials at Mindy Huebner. I'm, I'm there. Uh, and shoot me a DM. Uh, I, you can go to my website to check out how to work with me. There's a couple options. My favorite way is my mindset mastery and limited laser coaching. So definitely go check out the program uh, it's phenomenal and you get massive gains with little micro shifts in it uh, a client this year i want to go from 2 million to 4 million that that's what that's what she said i'm like okay let's do this let's do this so i love 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 that program uh, and you know just hit me up on the socials like i love sharing like this really giving people tangible things to take away Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on and speaking with us. Oh, oh yeah, I did. I about forgot the most important question. What is it that makes you strong? 
No. Where <laughs> do you get your strength from? Gary, I always say it wrong and you always have me say it. <laughs> it's a test. <laughs> I like testing you. You'll do better next time. Does this it's part stay in? Does this yeah. part stay yes, in? Yes, it's staying in. <laughs> we keep awesome. our bloopers. <laughs> you set her up. You set her up for that well, one. She's, she's been going. She's been going like five or six episodes <laughs> strong. And then today she just kind of fumbled. <laughs> but the question is, where do you get your strength from? I'm glad I got all that time to think about it. <laughs> oh my God, I swear. Zipping back and forth about it. That is an excellent question. At this moment in my life, I'm going to say the divine. I feel that I am of the divine and can do anything. And so that is that is where that that the universe is supporting me uh and so how how could i not have strength in that when life is happening for me not to me love it i just want to say when i because i'm i'm usually the main one looking out seeing what guests we want to have on the show and then me i have certain people where like you said we may be going the podcast may be going towards this direction and then It'll change over this direction. And then I've kind of had you on my list for a while now. But like you said, it was, I feel it was divine timing. Everything happens for a reason and when it's supposed to happen. And I want to say, I seen you on a group or whatever, and you had chimed in. I was like, well, this is it. This is the timing. <laughs> I happen to see it. So, so I'll send her a DM. I'm like, oh, we want you now. <laughs> and then you responded instantly. And, here we are. Yes. Thank you. Thank, I agree. I agree. It's all happening for us, right? Yes. It's all happening for us. And that's that's the beauty. What are we going to do with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for coming on. And we've had an amazing episode. All of our listeners, be sure and go and check her out. I'm going to have all of your information in the show notes so that everyone can find you. And I hope you have a fabulous rest of your night thank you for joining us thank you thank you thank you for listening to the strong af podcast we hope you really enjoyed this episode just do us a favor go on the apple podcast leave us a five-star review let us know how you enjoyed the episode and if you're watching this on youtube just drop us a couple comments we love hearing from you guys yeah we always love hearing your feedback and let us know what you'd like to hear more of as well